By the way, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> it helps the algorithm. <laughs> the Rays Company intro with Puppet Jimmy Walters, take 137. So, so what? I just intro the show? And, and this, this is what's on it? But I'm not on here. What do you mean I'm bumped? Oh, you know what? I had enough of this crap. Tonight, it's The Reese Company, starring me, Puppet Jamie Walters, and what are those other guys' names? Craig and Scott. Oh, my. Tonight on the Reese Company, it's, oh my God, this is what they're doing? Does anyone watch this show? All right. People who really want to have a good time won't come to a slaughterhouse. And we've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Too many, uh... 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. It's going to change. Be nice. That ain't working. I want you to be nice. That ain't working. And you'll both be nice. <laughs> so much as my uh, wife was a giant. But, um... I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure that's the way you do it. <laughs> the Rees Company. Rack up an attempt at Genesee. Watch the pictures as they travel through your neighbor's Wi-Fi. It's the Rees Company. I'm Steve Rees, the bull of American broadcasting, alongside the great Chris Morganti. And uh, tonight we have a very special, uh, not a movie of the week of the week, but a television show we'd like to share with you. Yeah. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Good. Yeah. Good. Now, last week, if you caught our program, uh, it was our 30 YouTube subscriber extravaganza spectacular. That's pretty impressive, Chris. 30 subscribers. Uh, well, yeah, it is. Uh, have, we, uh, have we increased at all since then? We have indeed. Okay, what are we up to? 33. All right. All right. We didn't think we could do it, but we did. 33 subscribers. Can you imagine that? That's, that's actually more than one a week. So, I mean, at this rate, uh, we should be popular by the end of this uh, decade, as, as Kennedy would say. <laughs> well, uh, also, I want to mention something else about last week's show. Okay. Um, we watched a program called Melody Rules. Right. A New Zealand sitcom that's uh, widely regarded as one of the worst ever. Yeah, although we, we did not agree with that sentiment. Yeah, it, it wasn't as terrible as history makes it out to be. Right. Um, I think Jim enjoyed it more than we did. For sure. Uh, Jim loved it. Yes. Jim, have you watched any episodes subsequently? I haven't had a chance to yet, but I do plan so do plan on doing that, and I love the uh, the guy next door. Yeah, the the, the nutty neighbor called Neville. Uh, he came over uh, a couple times to Melody's house and yeah. borrowed sugar. Now, Jim, we've never heard Jim laugh this hard at anything, and we've been here for more than a year. Right, Jim has never laughed this hard at anything we've done. <laughs> right, he laughed. So after the show, we were outside. He was doubled over with <laughs> continuous laughter. He, he, yeah, he actually was pounding the wall at one point. <laughs> he was doubled over laughing so hard. <laughs> that guy was a genius. He couldn't contain himself. <laughs> now, uh, the part of the program that, uh, that uh, amused Jim <laughs> was thing. Neville, the nutty neighbor, comes over to borrow some sugar. Yeah. And uh, it, Jim, the, the part that amuses Jim is it was an excessive amount of sugar that he borrowed. Right. Well, it's not an excessive amount if you're, if you're making homebrewed uh, alcohol. Which was his cause for, the, for borrowing it. Right. Yes. But, but it is a lot to just bum off of your neighbor. 
Right. Yeah. Well, it's uh, all in the details. And then he comes back a second time and does the same thing a second time. Yeah. Yeah. But you liked when he, he gave the empty bag back to her instead <laughs> yes. of merely throwing it in the trash can. Jim described that as great writing. Yeah. I'm not even sure that was writing. That might have been just a, well, what do I do with the bag? Yeah, it seemed kind of improv. Yeah. I doubt it was in the script, but, you know. Whatever it was, it worked. <laughs> it, it worked for you, Jim. Man, oh, man. Never heard the man laugh that hard. You're not in here when I'm doing post with Jamie the puppet. Okay. Jamie well, he, Jim's also a fan of puppet Jamie Walters, so uh, we do have that going for us. Sure. All right. Um, so this week, I want to share another, uh, not a sitcom. Okay. But another TV show. Okay. And to me, it takes me back to a bygone era. There are now voting, tax-paying adults who have never experienced this. What's that, Chris? I, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, structurally, we, uh, we have an issue because uh, we, we've, got to, we've got to set the table, as it were, for what's coming up. We do have something coming yeah. up. Uh, that, uh, here's why I forgot. We don't do this as often as uh, we probably should. But yeah. the reason we don't is, uh, I think it's for a good reason. These things don't happen very often Yeah, anymore. fortunately, this isn't a common occurrence. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, but it is a bit that uh, we've done a, a few times yeah. called Funny or Hate Crime. Yes, and this week we have a, a special Stanley Cup edition. <laughs> so uh, that'll be coming up uh, later in the show. Yeah, and uh, just to remind the folks, and hopefully you'll stick around for it, what we do is uh, Chris brings in a news story, that uh, something that can be interpreted as a hate crime, and we determine whether it's funny, a hate crime, both, or neither. So we'll see what our verdict is once we hear the story later on in the show. But first, I want to go back to a different era. And it's something that I think, sadly, people are missing. Um, it's a pleasure I used to get that I would equate, I'd put it on the same level of, you know, another thing I enjoy as much as I used to enjoy this? Oh, boy. Um, Anytime a baseball game is going on and a team just blows through its bullpen and they have to put a position player in the pitch. Oh, that is fun. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah. I, I immensely enjoy that. You know what else is good is uh, when a hockey team runs out of goalies and they have to, same thing, they have to get a position player or someone from the staff. <laughs> uh, that's always fun. Too. And all you need is a fat guy from the staff. Yeah, or somebody who used to play in like high school or something. It's fun. Well, I want to let people in on something because I'm sure a lot of folks watching us now aren't even aware that this used to happen. Uh, I have no idea what you're going to to say. Well, before most shows were available to stream or on demand, before digital cable and on-screen listings, there was a phenomenon that involved a unique type of program. The kind of show you'd come across while flipping through channels late at night and you wouldn't know what it was, but you couldn't stop watching. Yeah. It would captivate you. You'd be riveted um, for good reasons or bad. Now, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, in the 2000s, one such program was called Captain Caribou, and it was later renamed The Caribou Show. It was a local sketch show. It was low budget and produced independently, and it aired late Saturday nights on KDLT, the NBC affiliate. By appearances, the producers, uh, the people behind it, which uh, appear to be the people who starred in it, they bought the airtime and sold their own ads. Ads? Yes. Oh, I didn't see any ads in what we watched. Well, in, in the show you watched, there were no ads, but there were ads when it w- was broadcast originally. Y- you're sure about that? Absolutely. Okay. And they did that for more than six and yet years. We can't get any... Sp- uh, okay. All right. Continue. <laughs> So many episodes of The Caribou Show told a single story. For example, uh, there was a local news anchor called Mitch Krebs. Okay. Bald guy. Okay. It matters. Um, one time, uh, he took two weeks off from KSFY, his anchor duties. Oh, no. Oh, I think I see where this is going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, tell the folks. Did he come back not bald? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Full head of hair. Oh, no. And uh, there was an entire episode of The Caribou Show about this. <laughs> well, that sounds funny. Mainly focusing on him sitting in his living room with his parents and talking about all the childhood anguish that uh, he had uh, undergone as a result of his baldness. Now, is this show available anywhere? Um, some episodes are available on YouTube. Well, I'd be interested to see that one. Okay. okay. Because that is a funny concept, and I would like to see their execution on that. 
But I, I'm not sure. And here's the thing. I wouldn't recommend people just, I guess because of what I've just said, people can jump into that. But when I saw that one, I had known the backstory. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, how would you know? Right. Yeah. It wouldn't have made any sense to me at all. How did you know? Come on, Chris. I'm okay. the most famous and beloved man in South Dakota. All right. In the interest of not breaking the fourth wall, I will ask you that question again after the show. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so uh, that was an example of the Mitch Krebs episode was an example of them telling a single story uh, through the span of that single episode. Okay. Um, the one we're going to watch tonight is no different. Um, <clears throat> this one's called Boiling Hot Ice Cream of Death. And my guess is um, there's a lot here that Jim's going to appreciate. It begins as Mr. Helper. He was one of the show's recurring characters. Uh, uh -huh. He starts his day. Let's take a look at this. Oh. We... Oh. Oh. <sighs> oh, boy, that was a good idea to wear my sunglasses to bed. Then when I wake up, it's not so bright in here. Oh, but I got to get up now. That's the bad part. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, do I hate Mondays? Oh, I hate Mondays. Wait, do I hate Mondays or do I hate Barbara Streisand? I think I hate them both. I like giraffes, though. But anyway, ah, time to get up. Well, it's hard to get out of the tub when you've slept on it. Uh. Oh, you don't find that to be relatable? Yep, gotta get ready. Uh, should I pee first? No, brush my teeth first. All right, it's pause. overdue by three months. And what the hell are you going to do about it? Uh, now, I'm picking up on something here, and you tell me if this is intentional or not. Okay. When he comes in, he says, hey, Mr. Helper. Uh, he sounds like Sam Kinison in Back to School. Well, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. When he says to Mr. Uh, to Rodney Dangerfield, "Okay, Mr. Helper." Oh, oh, well, well, but the character is Mr. Helper. I understand that it's a long-established character. Oh, so it was probably coincidence. But the guy does—he sounds a little bit like Sam Kennison here. It's possible that that was something uh, he did, inspired by Back to School. But the character yeah. was long-established as Mr. Helper. As long as we're paused, um, kind of an advice maven. Okay. Um, I believe he's wearing a child's sand, like toy sand bucket, like the thing you would use to make a sand castle. Yeah. That's what he's wearing on his head, right? Yeah. Okay. And it says Mr. Helper. Right. And in case any, anyone, I don't know how big what people at home are seeing is, but uh, that was ketchup he put on a uh, toilet brush to brush his teeth with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, I don't know, probably nothing. What do you mean nothing? I need that rent by the end of the day today. What are you going to do about it? Pause. Uh, you know what? He does sound like Sam Kinison. Yeah. I hadn't picked up on that. Uh, I'd, it'd be interesting to know if that was intentional or not, because Kinison says those exact words in, in Back to School. Right. Yeah. Good call. I don't know, nothing. I tell you what, Mr. Helper, if I don't have that rent by the end of the day today, your ass is out of here. There. Out of here. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Boo for you. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Oh, my. Oh, how the heck am I going to come up with all that money for the rent? Hmm. Oh, I don't. I know what helps me think. Ice cream. Oh, are we going to watch all of this? Oh. Yes. Oh, boy. Is there something like the sacred? So we can pause. No, let let it let it run. It's just I know it's a long slog, but let's let it run. It's important to the plot. Oh yeah, it sure is. Yeah. What's all that red stuff in my toilet? Oh well. Ugh. 
There's a lot of red stuff cream. in this toilet. It's got cat hair on it, too. Eat ice cream and think. need to point out uh you folks at home can't see this we're five and a half minutes into this video and you would say hmm we haven't seen that much the reason is uh two minutes and 20 seconds of credits before we saw anything in this episode right but this was a different time tv shows used to have theme songs uh, sometimes but, lengthy oh no no steve there was no theme song there was two minutes and 20 seconds of credits and, and there was like five people involved in making this. Uh, yeah, I'm just pointing that out. Okay. And, and now we're at what? Five, five minutes and 24 seconds. Uh, let's see how much longer this scene takes. All right. You're not cold. Burr. Oh, burr. No wonder nobody eats ice cream in the winter. Can't believe Dairy Queen's even open in the winter. God, nobody goes there for their food, that's for sure. Ugh. Man, I wish, I wish somebody sold hot boiling ice cream so it'd warm me up instead of that freezing cold ice cream. Hmm, hot boiling ice cream. Gotta make some money somehow. Hot boiling ice cream. Gotta make some money somehow. Shouldn't somebody would invent hot boiling ice cream and sell it to make a lot of money for themselves? Hmm, gotta think of a way for me to make money. Hot boiling ice cream. What was the other thing? Oh yeah, I gotta make money. I know! Yeah! Oh, did you get? Oh yeah, I'll invent hot boiling ice cream and I'll sell it and make a lot of money! Woo! Wonder what I should do now? Oh yeah, run out! Get up and run out! Okay, great. Six minutes and 34 seconds. That's. Well over a minute. We get it. But Mr. Helper doesn't. He's slow in the mind, so it takes a little while for him to, for things to sink in. Yeah. Well, okay. But Mr. Helper isn't the audience, and you shouldn't take 70 seconds to set up, or not to set up, but to deliver a punchline. It was already set up at that point. It took 70 seconds to deliver a punchline. Okay. Well, as we continue with the story, Mr. Helper goes to visit his friend Dan. And through a game of charades, he tells Dan about his plan to uh, invent and market hot boiling ice cream. Now, now this is uh, Dan Eisenhower. Yeah. He's the man who wrote this. Correct. He wrote all this by himself. So now you know who to blame. Okay, can I just say one more thing, Carlos? Yeah, now, it may not surprise you that these guys are not uh, chemical engineers. Uh, the, well, really, the guy who brushes teeth with a toilet, a toilet brush and ketchup? Right, yeah. Right. So, manufacturing a new foodstuff isn't up the road. Okay. Okay, let, let's see what happens. Now, I think we need to stop saying pause, though. Like, you know, we should just start speaking and, and hope Jim's on a ball. Okay. Is it starting to annoy me? I know it's going to start to annoy the audience, so. I'm just uh, sorry. I don't mean. Okay, that. that's very mindful. I appreciate <laughs> it. Okay, let's uh, let's see some more. Uh, how are we gonna make it boiling hot? Uh, I don't know. How do you melt ice cream? I don't know. Like it's some kind of magic spell. Should have called Harry Potter. Ooh, uh, you like that movie? No, I never seen it. Oh, okay. That's uh, isn't he the, the guy on Mash? Yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah. All right. I you know. Let's give credit where credit's due. I, I like that joke. Oh, see. Yeah. That's that's who is it? Harry, uh, Harry Morgan. Harry Morgan. All right. Was in MASH. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he played Colonel Potter, right? That's, oh, that's where the joke Oh, goes. see, I didn't even make that yeah, connection. It's mixing up the character and the actor. All right, you know what? I'll give credit where credit is due. Solid joke right Okay, there, there we go. Oh, hey, I know. Let's so, ask that guy. Yeah. Now, th this guy is assigned professional ice cream eater. Yep. All right. I don't think so. Uh, if that sign's any, got anything to do with what he does, he's just going to eat it. Yeah, that's not going to work. No.
uh, can we uh, can we just point out that that sure looks like a trailer park to me. Yes, I believe it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm just pointing that out. I'm, yeah. you know, who am I to, and, and I, get, I live in a studio apartment. Who the hell am I criticizing anyone? And I also get the impression, uh, and this will mean something to some folks, but I get the impression that uh, this was shot entirely in Lincoln County. Okay. So. Uh, the uh, Carbondale of uh, <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, I guess we should tell folks, uh, years ago we did a, a show in, uh, where was it, Scranton? Scranton, Pennsylvania, which most people know because of the show The Office took right, place right. in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And uh, when, when we got there, uh, uh, one of the guys we traveled with who was on the show, one of the other comics, Vince Cummings, he, he wanted to do a joke, which is a standard comedian thing, you you run down the, the town next, the next town over, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know? What is your Shelbyville in Simpsons Argo? Right. And, the, and they said Carbondale. And uh, for some reason that stuck in my mind. And years later, well, it was probably only a couple years later, but uh, they were running down Carbondale on the show <laughs> The Office. So, uh, well, because someone from The Office went to Scranton and asked the same thing. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean, they, they at least did establishing shots in, in Scranton. So some of it was filmed there. So, yeah, they, they had crew on site and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, so there. I guess this is in the uh, their version of that. I'm joking about Lincoln County. It, 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 the reason why, okay, well, let's stop again. See, part of Sioux Falls, the southern part of Sioux Falls, is in a different county yeah. than the rest of Sioux Falls. Sure. The, the better parts of Sioux Falls. Okay. Okay. And this part, uh, from appearances, this this appears to be, to me, in Lincoln County. I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Jim? What was that? Why did the guy come back like that? Well, I guess to shrug and say, oh, man, it's a shame. I don't think so. I think he came back and said, is that the shot? And they didn't edit it out. <laughs> in fact, I would bet money on that because I've seen that happen here many times. In fact, you can, you can see it if you watch the last, the last episode we did right at the beginning. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So they have to figure out a way to melt the ice cream. Right. Now, what follows is a montage of their many attempts at melting ice cream. We're not going to see the whole thing. We're just going to see one part. Can we I, see what's on the screen right now, though? Yeah, as a still shot. As a still shot. Um, yeah, he was breathing fire. I think the folks saw that. Right. Now, Dragon fire onto the ice cream. Now, Jim, is this something we can do? Do we, ha do we have the ability to have effects like this? Jim's turning I'm, his mic on. I'm not used to having a mic here. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure uh, we probably could. Uh, it, it it never occurred to me, Steve, uh, until now that uh, I don't want to be uh, upstaged by the uh, caribou caribou boys, whatever they're. Whatever yeah, they are. yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> let's put that. Let's put that on the uh, on the uh, docket there. Special effects. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're going to see one part of their montage where they uh, make several attempts at melting ice cream. And I want to warn Jim, Jim, be warned in advance. Brace yourself. You may want to look away, lest you have a laughter-induced heart attack. <laughs> Let's see this. surprised i thought that would be the one yeah nothing on that wow all right so the method that mr helper and dan settle on do you want to tell the folks oh uh, a blowtorch i think i don't know no 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 it's a they put a bowl of ice cream on an engine of a running car i thought that was one of many attempts that they it is but that's the one they settle on as being the best as providing the best temperature oh okay so now they're in business it's time for them to implement their marketing strategy, which uh, I'll tell you what it is. It's driving around a desolate parking lot and yelling. Yeah. All right, let's see. Steve, do you think the, uh, do you, do you think the EPA would have an issue with their uh, manufacturing process? 
<laughs> Sorry, I think, I think that it, that these days, housewives, this would be the most expensive ice cream on the market. I have to run an engine to uh, <laughs> to make this stuff. I want some hot boiled ice cream. God dang it, they're making money selling hot boiling ice cream. It's freezing okay, out. Uh, see, there are some bad guys. And uh, this woman, is she in the witness relocation program? Why did we not see her face? Uh, you really want me to answer that? Uh, well, you can conjecture if you want. No, no. no. Uh, uh, you think she's ashamed of being a part of this? That or... Or she was roped into it under uh, false pretenses? You know what? Those are good explanations. I was thinking... There was a court order? I was thinking maybe these, these guys aren't pulling top shelf uh, women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh here. Right, yeah? Yeah. So? Well, God dang it, I'm freezing. I don't know what the hell people are buying hot boiling ice cream on a day like today for. Oh, well, hey, we made our first sale of hot right. boiling ice cream. Hot boiling ice cream. Yell louder. Yell out my window. Yell louder. Yell out my window. Boiling hot boiling ice cream. ice cream. It's good for you. And it's boiling. Boiling it hot. Burn your mouth. Uh oh, here comes another customer, I think. Oh, hot. Oh, oh another nice. customer. Oh, that sounds great. What do you hot want? Boiling ice cream. One hot boiled ice cream. What else do I want? There you go. Let's see what it comes with its own sippy cup. There you go. Oh, oh yeah, we got more money. Yeah. Hot and boiling, fresh out of the whatever it comes out of. Boil. Okay, there seems to be a lot of repetition and a lot of improv. Yeah, that's that's what I don't get. Um, I didn't I didn't know if they just didn't bother to learn their lines or the lines weren't written for them. But they they do seem improv. It might have been more like a curb your enthusiasm situation where they know what the scene's supposed to be mm. and they just kind of run through it. Yeah. Usually you, you hire talented, funny people, though, when you want to go through that scenario. It is not your opinion that that's what they did? We can keep going. Well, let's not do that before I, I also say that uh, it seems to me that um, this whole, this is basically one sketch we're watching. It takes place in different places, but it's one premise stretched out over an entire episode. Right. So I think a lot of that is to fill out, uh, beef up, perhaps, the show. That's why you, they're yelling hot boiling ice cream for like seven minutes here. Oh, they're stretching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. You know, it's probably stressful to have to do a show every week and come up with new stuff. So yeah, it, I get it, it. It can be. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at some more. Fries! No, uh, ice cream! Oh, another customer! Come here, sir! What? No, you! You! In the hat! Hey, you want to buy some hot boiling ice cream? No. No, you do want to. Oh, yes, yes, I do. Oh, here you go. That's about, oh. give me about 10. I, I, think he co I think he corrected the line. <laughs> what did he say the first time? <laughs> he said, do you want to buy some ice cream? And he, well, he, he said a swear. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought this is, wasn't this broadcast TV? <laughs> yes, this is an NBC affiliate. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. There you go. Oh, one more. All right. So, wait, do we see that guy that? anywhere else? The guy with the Boondock USA hat? Yes, he's one of the bad guys. Oh, he will figure prominently guys. into the second half of the show. Oh, okay. All right. Count? Gave you two five. Oh, okay. Because it's too damn cold out here. Ah, son of a bitch. Hey, hey, I got some. What did you buy some for? I, I gave him ten. Here, try some. Are you sure? I don't think you can say son of a bitch either. Can you? Sure you can. On, on really? Because I never heard uh, Ted Koppel say it. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Koppel. I forgot who he was interviewing. But uh, there was one show where, uh, was it Slobodan Milosevic? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And, uh, and, or a spokesperson for him? I don't know. It was something going on in the Balkans. And uh, th this person he was interviewing said uh, something that was clearly untrue. And Ted Koppel said, oh, you and I both know that's bullshit. Okay. And it got on the news. You're allowed to do that on the news. Okay. It's protected. Oh, okay. All right. Um, now, if you can do that on a sketch show, uh, yeah, but they haven't said anything like that. The things you're saying, they've said. 
I'm getting the uh, picture that the uh, FCC isn't breathing down their neck. <laughs> so I, there's probably a lot of things they could get away with. Do you think viewership is breathing down their neck? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But I know we're not going to keep going with the clips because Jim just had to run to the bathroom to wash his face. <laughs> Presumably, he's tears of laughter that's gotta be what streaming down his face. Yeah. He needed to clear them out of the way. I wish that's what it was. <laughs> so now the bad guys, and we know they're bad guys because they were labeled bad guys. Yeah, they there told was us. There a Chiron there. And um, they're in possession of the hot boiling ice cream. They also have beef. Not the edible kind. They have an unspecified grudge against Dan and Mr. Helper. Let's continue. How are we going to get that Mr. Helper and Dan? Well, we could crank call them. Well, I think you mean prank call them. But no, that would be a pretty stupid idea. I know what we could do. We could start our own boiling hot ice cream business and take all their customers away. Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you boil ice cream? Oh boy, that's that's the fly in the ointment here. I have no idea how you would boil ice cream. Fly in the ointment? Yeah. What ointment was that that you have flies in it? The Bengay ointment. Bengay? Yeah, or Preparation H, one of the two. I get them mixed up. Boy, that must hurt. Well, why don't we ask that guy over there? Peek it in the window. He looks like he can eat ice cream. See, now his sign says professional ice cream eater, but the eater is crossed out and it says melter. Oh, melter. have a seat. Say, how do we know you're any good at melting ice cream? Because it looks like you used to be an eater. Well, give me some ice cream and I'll show you. Well, here we have some ice cream right here. Just happen to have some sitting. Yeah, but I'm going to need complete privacy because I'll show you the finished product, but I can't show you my secret method. All right. Okay. What? okay, now, what? don't you think that's a nice little touch where uh, the one guy covers his eyes and the other covers his ears? Yes, but why, why, does, why does he need to eat in privacy? Because he's not going to melt it. He's going to eat it. See, he's posing as an ice cream melter. They need an ice cream melter. Oh, oh I, uh, okay, I get it. All right. Wow. So you get the general idea. He eats all the ice cream and then sneaks out the front door. So there's nothing left to reverse engineer, I guess. That's the issue they have. Um, so now the bad guys need a new plan to thwart Mr. Helper and Dan. From the looks of them, usually their plan is just to bum smokes outside the uh, lucky lady. So the sudden commitment to industrial espionage is kind of confusing. Now, who's this guy on the screen now? I like to look at him. He's this, in a, this looks like a bad guy. Yeah, he's an acquaintance of theirs. Okay. And he may also uh, double as the guy who was uh, Mr. Helper's landlord, but without the wig. Oh, the Sam Kinison guy. Yes. Okay. Same actor. Let's see how this exchange goes. So, what can I do you gentlemen for? I have no idea. I'm following him. I got, I got a great idea. I want you on a plan that will make some money for both of us. What in the hell are you talking about? I think what he's trying to say, and not very well at that, is that he's trying that we got this guy that we want to like, you know, take out of the game and uh, get rid of if you know. All what right, I mean. all right, all right. So this is a game that they didn't even know existed an hour ago. Yeah, I don't think these guys are ice cream magnates who are worried about some upstart disturbing their market share. Yeah, and it's just it's, it's so clumsy. The delivery is just so. Hey, yeah. Did, did they have no budget for a second take on anything? <laughs> like, why not just, hey, maybe we should punch that up a little bit or just, I don't know. I think it, this might have also been a case of um, uh, chic shambolicness. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And by the way, I'm pointing out. Uh, I, Ironic I, distance. Yeah, I have to say, we've, we, we've, we tried doing a second take on something once, and we were here till midnight. <laughs> so... <laughs> In case you're wondering, we do everything in one take. Yeah. Imagine if you had two cameras, which I'm sure these folks do. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a pain in the neck for everybody. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see some more. And we heard that you're the guy that can get that done. You know what? 
Is that I a plastic bat? It is. I believe it's a wiffle ball bat. And I got just the plan. Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. I, so instead of having a metal or wooden bat, they painted a wiffle ball bat silver to make it look metal. How how expensive is a bat? Are they that expensive? I don't. I don't. They couldn't borrow one. Maybe it's what they had lying around. The, the effort knows? of spray painting a wiffle ball bat silver, rather than finding a friend who's in a softball league, is mind boggling. All right, we have a few more seconds of this. Let's <laughs> oh yeah, the evil laugh that goes on for far longer than we're going to show you. Yeah, yeah. So some time passes, and now the goon, uh, the goon we just met. He's sitting alone watching television. And we know, because even though that's easy to figure out, he's about to tell us. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'm hungry. I'm watching TV here. Hey, what's this? Come on down <laughs> hey, to stop, our... Stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. He, he literally just said, I'm sure hungry and watching TV <laughs> in case we can't figure out what happens next. <laughs> that, that what we're about to see is something that's on his television. But that's what people say when they talk to themselves, right? I'm watching TV right now. Now, we talked about this, Chris. This is completely unrelated uh, for the most part. But uh, you say you don't talk to yourself. No, I said I, I, I stop myself from talking to myself because it, Makes me feel like I'm growing insane. Do you not share this uh, opinion? No, I, I talk to myself because it gives me a chance to practice accents. Oh, well, that makes sense. All right, let's let's go. Store where you will see that we are selling stuff at our store here, like hot boiling ice cream. Hey, I'm going to call that number and order me up some of that ice cream. Yeah. This is that hot boiled ice cream place? Yeah, I want some of that hot boiled ice cream. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. This is Bart Caribou, 555 13th Street. Okay, wait, bye. Yep, I bet they're gonna be here any minute. Hey, jeez. Now, oh. Steve, uh, despite us criticizing the early part of this scene, uh, my inclination is that this guy's the real star of this show. Uh, he sounds like Sam Kinison. They could have done a lot with that. Um, but I'm, I find this guy to be entertaining. I find him to be interesting, unlike every, any, every other person I've seen so far. So he's the Neville of Melody Rules, in your opinion. Exactly. As far as the Caribou show is concerned. Yeah, and they can't even give him a real baseball bat. I mean, they're really giving him nothing to work with. <laughs> Folks, these guys are fast. Whoa, yeah, you're fast. And now you got Vaseline all over your door? You better have it some other place. Well, boy, you guys well, got my house. All, right, all right, all right. See, <laughs> there are a lot of throwaway lines <laughs> that might make sense or might not. Okay. I don't think that was any sort of running gag about him having Vaseline on his door. And what did he say in response to that? I missed it. It's better than having it somewhere else. <laughs> oh, Jim. Jim, Jim, Jim. Jim enjoyed that. Okay. All right. Where? All right. It's it's on his door. His door is covered in Vaseline. I know, but what is the alternative that it's better than? But well, better than having to put it on your own body, I guess. Is the, I don't know. <sighs> All right, the Caribou Show continues. Ice cream. Yeah, there you go. You got the money? Oh yeah, just wait. Let me put it down here. About ten. About ten. Oh boy, it's hot. Boiling ice cream. Sure, it is hungry. I can't wait to eat this. Ah, oh, God, this stuff is <laughs> What the hell did I buy this for? All right, wait, you like that. Yeah, all right. I, I like this guy. He's the Neville. He's the Kramer. Well, no, I can't say he's a Kramer because that whole show was funny. So he's the Neville. Okay, fair enough. God, hey, I just remembered something. I was supposed to take some guy, now it's starting to come to me, that guy with the bucket on his head, Mr. Helper, and his little sidekick, um, Yabu or Dan or whatever his name is. He had the, the, yeah. Okay. I know. See, when I say I talk to myself sometimes, um, 
I certainly don't say whatever's whatever's popped into my head. Yeah. Yeah, this would be if 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 there were someone else in the room, they'd be like, "Please shut up." Yeah. yeah. So this is yeah. You ever be around someone who just says everything they think or says uh, if you're watching television and someone says something on television, they have to repeat the last few words. Oh no. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh yes. Oh no. Oh yes. I I once knew somebody for whom that was a habit. Oh no. Not not um <clears throat> not everything that was on television. Okay. But uh once in a while. Uh but frequently enough for it to be a concern over possible mental issues. Okay, well now I have two questions to ask you after the show. <laughs> okay. But um you know what I'm, it, it it's it's uh, she's someone you've met. Yeah, I, I assume so. <laughs> well, that'll be fine after the show. But um uh, this reminds me, this is completely unrelated, but it's just reminding me of this. Uh, you ever, you ever meet a guy, uh, I've only known a man who did, or men who did this, not a woman. That's why I say a guy, but you ever meet a guy who like, he'll say a joke or, or not even a joke, just like something funny that people laugh at. Right. And then for the rest of the night, he says it all the time. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying, but, uh, I'm fortunate enough to have not encountered that oh that's boy that's bad oh i'm sure you know because you know like he'll get a laugh and then he'll say it like immediately like two or three times like yeah i heard you man and then when they try to do like the callback later you're like oh dude (laughs) you you ruined it yeah yeah yeah. you should have just lived that moment right and enjoyed it yeah yeah i you know what i'll give you an example of what i was dealing with for uh almost a decade of my life oh okay (laughs) well now you've answered my question (laughs) (laughs) as we watch um uh, let's uh let's see this next part of the character those other two guys they paid me to take them out stop paid me to take them out yeah so that's there's no constructive purpose to that no, that's uh, almost like uh, what do you call it? OCD. OCD. Type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I forgot to take him out. So, how in the hell could I ruin him financially and like forever? Ooh, damn! Spilled. Okay, so now this guy. Let's I got people. an idea. He's trying to find a way to financially ruin Mr. Helper and Dan. I thought I thought they just hired him to break their knees or something. Now, they they hired a hitman to orchestrate the failure, the financial collapse of a business that's based on melting ice cream on the block of a four ten Chevy engine. Well, it's absurd. I mean, it, no less than uh, no less than Monty Python. Yeah, and also uh, they hired a guy not to break their legs. I mean, in order if you wanted to try to break their legs, their legs would have to be on a T. <sighs> You lost me. For him to use his weapon of choice. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. All right, uh, let's see. We're almost done. No, oh, no I can't believe I'm going to do this. I guess I'll do anything for money. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I think that's pretty funny. You should have gone to bed after wrestling. Funny or just a statement of fact? <laughs> well, they're admitting that uh, this episode, or perhaps the entire series, was uh, not worth your time. Yeah. <clears throat> that's not my opinion. It's clearly yours. I mean, um, it could have just been a bad episode, you know? It could be a funny show. Well, I, I've, I've seen... Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've seen other episodes over the years, Chris. Okay. <clears throat> so that's why when you brought up the other thing, the other episode they did, I forget it. Or now the, the Mitch Krebs episode where they talk about the guy, uh, the anchor, the news anchor, who uh, <laughs> went on vacation, bald, came back with a full head of hair. Can I tell you something else about Mitch Krebs? Please. Uh, <clears throat> he married a, a former Miss South Dakota. Really? Chantel Krebs. Before or after the uh, hair transplant? I, I'm not sure. I want to say it's after. Jim, if you're not looking up Mitch Krebs right now, I'm going to come over there and slap you. <laughs> um, what was her name? 
<laughs> Chantelka, uh, Mitch Krebs, Mitch Krebs. <clears throat> but uh, Chantel Krebs became Secretary of State for South Dakota. Wait, who? Mitch Krebs's wife became Secretary of State. Oh, she, she's a former Miss South Dakota. Former, okay, much like Mary Hart from Entertainment Tonight. Oh, okay. They share the and same much title. like Mary Hart, uh, this episode gave me epileptic seizures. <laughs> Did I spell it right? Well, you clearly <laughs> did not spell it correctly. Uh, <clears throat> oh, he married. Okay. Uh, he married outside his race? Okay, that says Cribs, oh, not Krebs. Chantel Krebs. I'm sorry. Okay. K R E B S. <laughs> I didn't think they went for that th- kind of thing in there, South Dakota. There you go. There you go. Here's Chantel Krebs. Yeah, former Miss South Dakota uh, and uh, former. Right. But we went ahead to look up Mitch, right? The, the Yeah, Mitch Krebs. Okay. Which one is it? So is, does the audience see what we see right now? No, it'll be. Oh. Okay. That, that is not, I, I don't see him here. Well, what's, who's that? <laughs> you know what? I'm not seeing Mitch Krebs. Who are, was this like the same guy then? Who is this guy? There's an imposter, Mitch Krebs, who has a lot more press than the actual Mitch Krebs. Well, it, 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 it doesn't matter. What what was your question? Wait, uh, there's for, a different guy. Jim, scroll back down for a second. Who's the dude in the glasses and the and the geeky tie? That's Dusty Johnson, our uh, representative. <laughs> Dusty Johnson. Yes. <laughs> okay. You're not familiar with Dusty Johnson. <clears throat> well, clearly, I I'm I'm wrong, and uh, I should not have told Jim to Google this. Okay, there's Chantel Krebs when she ran for Congress. Obviously, I was wrong. I apologize to the audience. And uh, Dusty Johnson uh, beat her in the primary, I believe. <clears throat> and that's how he ended up uh, ultimately becoming representative from South Dakota. Wait, can we go back? I'm sorry. Can we? Has a podcast? Jim, where your cursor is, the photo directly above that that we had on before. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Uh... That's a pasture, right, where they where cows live. Sure. Okay. All right. It looked like she was standing in front of, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Again, I've derailed. I, I completely derailed the show. I just want that ball guy there isn't him? There's a ball guy right there. That's not him. All right. I, I, He's I, not bald anymore. He came back from his fortnight leave from I KSFY. See, my purpose in this was to have a before and after mm-hmm. picture of him. Yeah. yeah. I, it doesn't appear as though. He, he, he's erased He's been his erased presence. from the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. And so, anyway, his wife became Secretary of State, and he became her um, spokesperson. Okay. So, that's what happened to Mitch Krebs. Is it, are, we, are we done I, with the uh, Caribou show? Um, well, no. I want to hear you talk about your thoughts on it. I think I know what they are. Well, I, I was already, already in them. That's why I brought up Mitch Krebs, because that sounds like the funny premise for a show. Um, uh, but I don't trust this group to properly execute that into a funny show. Well, I can tell you this about that episode. It's mainly the one, one of the bad guys, the guy with the goatee, just him sobbing in, his, in Mitch, what serves as Mitch Krebs' parents' living room. Wait, yeah, so that's not good, I wouldn't think. I don't know. I mean, I I'll, I will say this. I watched this very late last night, and I I questioned uh, your mental competence um, because we we were on the run of reviewing TV movies, and then we said, "Oh, we're we're also for a brief moment we entertained uh, watching the TV show The Heights." Oh no, not we entertained it. We were all in, Jim and I were all in on this, and you decided because we can't see episode one, there's no point in doing it. Yes, so sir. once again, and we do have a decade long history of doing this, we made a promise to the audience, and that was not met. Yeah, but uh, in my defense, I was told every episode is available online. And I found out after the fact that was not the case. So well, I think we share the blame on that, Steve. But anyway, the case is we, we have either been talking about TV movies or uh, we decided we were going to find the worst sitcom ever. So when you sent me this last night, I watched it and I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I, I didn't even know if it was a TV show, frankly. <laughs> I thought it was possibly a student film project. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, which would receive not a good grade, in my opinion. But I, I didn't know what was going on. I rewatched it this afternoon, and now for a third time I'm seeing this. It's a little better than I initially thought, um, but not good, right? You said you questioned my mental health as a result of my choosing this as part of this project. I didn't know project. why you were asking me to watch this. <laughs> well, if I'm completely honest, it's 21 minutes, and it's a lot less stressful for, for me pulling, out, pulling apart the plot of a two-hour TV movie. All right. That being the case, I will I will make the clips for the next show so that you can get a rest. So, so you want to go back clearly, to you, you want to go back rest. to TV movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is a clear indication. This is a cry for help, if you will. Uh, so I will I will uh, I will take the lead on that next week. Well, fair enough, Chris, and you can choose the film as well if you'd like. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, I, can I get my assessment? Please. Of The Caribou Show. Years ago, if you mentioned The Caribou Show, I would have been dismissive of it. And a lot of that was, I wouldn't call it jealousy, but it was more the attitude, uh, the confidence in knowing that if you and I and a bunch of our friends had half an hour on KDLT, I knew we could do something uh, funny, smart, and innovative. But when I think about it now, I'd, uh, Chris, let's be honest, that's pretty much what we would have come up with. Rather than what we're doing now? Oh, no, 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 not now, but I mean in those days. What day? This was like 2005? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was doing I was doing something very similar in 2005, and we talked about it in a well, undis- un- unaired episode. Exactly, as you could say. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty damn similar. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and I applaud anyone who takes a chance and does something different, which I think they did. Oh, wait, I mean, wait. this is the sort of thing you didn't see on TV too often, and certainly not now. Yeah? I, I had to defend myself. Uh it was similar. What I did was similar, but I believe it was funny. <laughs> so, I mean, fortunately, none of it, I, I don't think any tapes of it exist. So that will remain uh, my word against anyone else's. But I believe it was funny. Well, I believe that to be true. Yeah. It was, it was at least controversial. I know it was controversial. So at least it had that going for it. But anyway. Well, uh, for sure. So, um I guess that wraps up our discussion of the Caribou Show. Okay. Now, will we will we ever watch another episode of this? If you would like, if you want to do the Mitch Krebs one, we can. But we're not promising anything tonight because you know how that goes when we do such a thing. Yeah. Yeah. For all I know, the Mitch Krebs episode may not be available. It might not be available. Right. 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 So, um, <clears throat> Chris. Yeah. Funny or hate crime? Sure. All right. You want to introduce this? Um. Is it ready to go, Jim? Well, Steve, uh, right now the uh, we're all, the Stanley Cup Finals are almost upon us. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche have already punched their ticket to the finals. Uh, what remains to be seen is whether they will be facing the New York Rangers or the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, so they played game five. It was the series was tied two to two. Uh, two nights ago, they played game five in New York, Madison Square Garden. And uh, it, was, it was close. It was one-to-one up until the end of the third period, and then Tampa scored, uh, which is a heartbreaking way to lose. Uh, obviously, Rangers fans were devastated. Yeah. And, uh, and then this happened. You don't know what's up! Did you see the way that big kid fell? Drop like a sack of damn potatoes. All right, now, can we pause it? Now, I, it's, it goes on for what, another, is it a minute 40? Yeah. There's, there's really only uh, one thing of note here, and I don't even know where it happens, but I guess we'll just watch the rest of this. I don't know. Sure. Many people yelling secure, but Jim, can you stop it? Here's here's the thing about security: uh, they are not there to render medical aid or protect you in any way. <laughs> they are there to stop you from breaking up the building. Uh, 
If you want the attention of a security, uh, knock over a trash can uh, or throw it at a concession stand. That is the only way they will help you in any way. Um, but fortunately, there are passersby who are, try, I guess, trying. I, I think they're and very I, vigilant. Uh, I think they're doing one of these. And attentive to the needs. <laughs> <laughs> but they're attentive to the needs of an opposing fan, which I think says a lot about the majority of the people in this video versus uh, the aggressor. Right. He's dead. Right. Stop. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Uh, well, we should point out that he is not indeed dead. He's fine. Yeah. He, did, he required no medical attention after he woke up, which is great. Um, Probably a concussion, though. Yeah, I guess that can't be immediately diagnosed. Right. But, but uh, long-term effects could result. Sure. Yeah, and, and it can... That can kill someone, not so much the punch that knocks you out. Uh, if you fall and hit your head, that, that people have died that way, not right. not from the punch, you know. But uh, so he's he's going to say this several times. So I guess just let it roll. Yeah, he died. <laughs> Whose phone is this? He got knocked out. He got knocked out. He's dead. No, don't say it. Don't say that. What? Somebody knocked him out? Yeah. 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 The guy's dead. Who is calling through what? So this guy over there in the back. a man who knows how to throw a punch uh, yeah um yeah I, I couldn't i couldn't really tell watching it here how many times that guy said he's dead right but it's almost as if he had a life insurance policy on him yeah it seems like wishful thinking yeah yeah it was that was weird that yeah was, yeah maybe the weirdest part of this but uh do we know what precipitated this incident no that's that's unfortunately we don't um i read a bunch of news articles and no one was able to get a quote or anything about anyone who saw what was going on beforehand. And by and, the way, I'd like to say it doesn't matter to me. Uh, if words were exchanged and that was the result of those words, I'm against violence across the board. The uh, response to words should be more words, perhaps more damning words, more hurtful words, but nothing should ever result in that. Well, what if he... Uh, what if the lightning fan had said he had alopecia? Would that change it, your mind? <laughs> um, I couldn't remember who was supposed to have alopecia in that scenario. That's what I was like. Which one of them has it? You know, I, you're right, Steve. You're absolutely right. And this guy, he was arrested. I don't think he even got out of the building. Uh, you saw people saying, the guy in a red shirt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was arrested. He, uh, you know, who knows if, if New York is anything like Philadelphia, uh, they'll probably give him an award. Uh, you know, with the prosecutor we have now, who goes around bragging about how, how empty the prisons are in Philadelphia, uh, who knows if this guy will be prosecuted? But he was arrested. Sorry, sorry to jump on my soapbox there. Um, You're fine, Chris. Yeah, but uh, but. I I have to say, man, if you're that Tampa fan, n number one, Jim, can we go back? And you'll see this guy drop a beer. Now, now I, I've been to many. You see that? See that beer can that's leaking on the floor right there? Because he dropped it when he got hit. Jim, go back to the beginning. Watch, watch the beer can fall out of his hand. He's got it. <laughs> see it? 
you see it, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the end of a game. Uh, Steve, I've been to many Flyers games, not Madison Square Garden, but right down the road, basically. And uh, they stopped selling beer. What are we doing? All right. They stopped selling beer at the end of the second period. Right. Or the beginning of the third. Right. That means this guy, this guy's been drinking for at least three hours, right? You know you're going in. Uh, well, I don't understand what's happening. There's music. <laughs> um, you know you're going in. Like I said, it was a critical game five. If the Rangers lose, the fans are going to be upset, you know, especially if it's a close game right up until the very end, like it was. So, and you're, you're already wearing a lightning T-shirt or a jersey. You're drawing all this attention to yourself. You got you to keep your head down and get the hell out of there at the end of that game. Not walk around drunk. We don't know what he said, as you said, but, I mean, it seemed like he was being braggadocious just by his, his body language. And uh, you just got, I mean, not that he deserved this, but you got to be smarter than that, man. But he was enjoying his team's victory. And uh, if the shoe was on the other foot, as they say, or the skate, perhaps, was on the other foot, um, the Rangers fans would be talking smack. Would they not? Not in in the opposing team's building. You do that in your own building, man. But if if you see a supporter of the other side... You, you have to have some expectation that this could happen to you if you're this guy. And you should have no expectation of being dropped like a sack of potatoes. Dude, that's uh, no, no. Come on, man. <clears throat> if you walk down the street with money, with hundred dollar bills hanging out the back pocket of your jeans, and then you're surprised when they get taken from you, come on, dude. No, that person is still wrong for taking them from you. But have some freaking street smarts, you know. I don't know. I don't agree. I don't think words should ever be met with violence. I don't disagree with that, Steve. But you have to Mm-mm. you have to understand that there's pe- yeah. You do. You're comparing this to uh, robbery. No, it's yeah. People don't get robbed because they say something. If you lack street smarts, you make yourself a, a potential victim. Have some s- smarts and don't do things. There's look. We all agree that this shouldn't have happened, right? And, and but, also... But that, Steve, no, wait. That, this should not have happened. Right. But there are p- bad people out there who don't care what should or should not happen. Don't make yourself a, uh, a pawn to them. Defend yourself. This guy, this Lightning fan was being stupid and probably drunk, which factored into it, I'm sure. I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I... I don't know, but how drunk could he have been if he was sipping, <laughs> he was sipping a, a beer for an entire period? You can buy three at a time, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And 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 in my experience, they come in twenty-five ounce cans. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, you talk about him uh, not being street smart. I guess you're trying to say he's not from New York. No, but, but who who lives in Tampa who is not from New York? Yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, now, I'm not saying anything about that. You. I think you can grow up in New York these days and not be, you could not be street smart. There's all kinds of gentrified areas and it's not like, man, I'll tell you, I was in Philly recently, right? And I live outside Philly now. I used to be downtown all every day, uh, but I hadn't been there in a while. And, and I, and I'm walking down the street and, uh, there's a whole bunch of people standing on a corner and I'm like, well, what the hell is this? Right. I get to the corner and I realize they're waiting for the street light, even though there are no cars anywhere, anywhere <laughs> nearby. So me and like another guy who's a couple years older than me, we're like, excuse us. We keep walking across the street. I'm like, these freaking kids standing on the corner waiting for a sign to tell them when to walk. When there's no cars, they're in no danger. Uh, they're making themselves victims. I mean, you got to have some street smarts, man. Don't make yourself a victim. Okay. But that's not so much street smarts as it is logic. You don't cross the street at certain times because it's unsafe. But if you can see that it's safe, you're free to cross the street regardless of what the sign says. Yeah. No, not, no. Now we've somehow, I don't mean to shit on younger generations. I don't want to be that old guy. Kids, get off my lawn. I'm not, I don't want to be that guy. But man, I feel like they, they don't, I don't know. Somehow there's a lack of street smarts that I see in younger people in gentrified areas of cities. And I think they're setting themselves up to be uh, to be victims. And I, I don't know who this Lightning fan is. I don't, you know, maybe that's him, maybe it's not. Well, uh, one thing we haven't done is determine whether or not this is funny 
a hate crime, both or neither. Would you like to uh, a judge first? Uh, I'll let you go first, but I will say that we we take a very wide view of what a hate crime is on this show. <laughs> See, in my opinion, uh, in this case, it um, it really depends on whether or not this was an act of uh, hockey hooliganism, sectarianism within the ranks of uh, hockey fans, uh, and I'm not sure that's the case. We don't know what was said. Yeah. Um, it could be considered a hate crime if you're part of a group that uh, this person opposes based on the fact that they're a part of an opposing group. We don't know that that's the case, so I'm going to have to say neither. Oh, I, I, I don't find it funny. Yeah. No, the only thing funny was the guy, oh, he dead. <laughs> He's dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not funny. I, I think... You know, we're not sticking to the legal definition of hate crime. So there was a lot of hatred there. So I'm just going to go ahead and call it hate crime, not funny. Okay. And you're going with neither. I'm going with neither. All right. Hate crime indeterminate. Because, again, we don't know whether this was related to um, one guy being a fan of one team and vice versa. All right. All right. In that case, uh, Chris, did we do it? Well... We've had this Bryce Harper bobblehead. Yeah, we might want to make mention of that. You brought this to the show tonight. You received this last night at a Philadelphia Phillies baseball club game. Yeah, it was Bryce Harper bobblehead giveaway night. And uh, now now the, the Phillies, by winning last night, they, they're on an eight-game winning streak. Yeah. And I believe that they, they were two innings away from winning as we started this program. So they either that streak is either over or it's at nine games now. They won. They won. Oh, they won. Wow, nine games. Well, that's, that's impressive. Very. So now, now here's the reason I bring this up, Steve. Uh, I, I downloaded the McDonald's app on my phone. And, uh, and if you live in the Philadelphia area like we do, um, if any time the Phillies win, the next day you can get a free crispy chicken sandwich. So... Uh, I am now eight days in <laughs> to eating nothing but McDonald's chicken sandwiches. And uh, I got to say, I'm not feeling so hot. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so I'm not rooting for the Phillies to lose at this point. Um, I want them to keep winning. Right. But I may have to break my own streak of... Uh, following up a Phillies win by taking advantage of what, frankly, is a great deal. I, it's the sandwich retails for almost $5, Steve. Oh. So, yeah. That's a gallon of gas. It is, yeah. Which is probably what it takes me to drive to McDonald's. Maybe I need to rethink all this. <laughs> mm. Anything else you didn't talk about you might want to talk about? No. Well, in that case, I think we did it, Chris. Do you want to talk about, you know what, never mind. All right. Well, uh, Chris Morgani and uh, the cast of The Caribou Show, I guess we should also thank. Sure. The guy who got knocked out, the guy who knocked him out, and the guy who kept yelling he's dead. For all you folks, I'm Steve Reese. Ask you, baby. Ask you, Wawa. Holly Maganow. Tigers. Eat them raw. We did it. Well, you cut me off the show. Oh, no. Puppet Jamie Walters? Disgruntled? Yeah. You know what? We, we, we've taken a few shots at him in the past few weeks. Well, not intentionally, just uh, circumstantial. Yeah, I don't think he's too happy. We, we'll have to bring him back next week in some kind of uh, something that highlights him, I think. Okay, let's yeah. do that. All right. All right. Good night, folks. Good day. Whatever. Wherever you are, wherever you live, whatever your time zone. Mm-hmm.